Pod Network News. Where we give you a new perspective on events happening in our world today. This is GNN. This is God Network News, Episode 3. Welcome, GNN fans. This episode, uh, we'll be focusing on another message from this great speaker, Fred Markert. And Fred will be telling us about what God is doing in Algeria. Algeria, as you know, is a very closed and very unreached Muslim nation. But God is doing amazing things there. And many thousands and thousands of people are coming to Christ. Even though at this point, right now during this recording, there's probably only 10 foreign missionaries working in that nation. And yet there's thousands, tens of thousands that are coming to know Christ. And so let's listen to what he has to say about what God is up to in Algeria. We were talking about how God he wants to take the whole world. He's got enough power to get the gospel to the whole world. Uh, he's a big God. He wants to use us to do this. And so we're talking about all the scriptures that show God's plan for the world, like this one. He will rule. His, his rule will extend from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. God will rule everywhere on earth. And this is not only a promise of what he's going to do in the future. This is God's vision statement to his church. He's saying, church, what I want to do is I want my kingdom to be established in every single place on earth. This is our vi God's vision statement for what we're supposed to do. Let's talk about Africa south of the Sahara Desert. You guys know this is the Christian part of Africa. This is the Muslim part up here. In fact, it used to be Christians, but during what the Muslims called the conquest, they came out of the Saudi Arabian Peninsula and they literally conquered northern Africa by the sword. They killed everyone who would not convert to Islam. And then they went up and conquered Spain as well. And they ruled Spain for about 600 years or so, you know. Anyway, Africa, south of the Sahara, God is fulfilling his word that he will rule from sea to sea. In 1900, it was only 3% Christian. But by 1990, Africa, south of the Sahara, was 50% Christian. And by 96, it was 58% Christian, and it's a lot more now because of the East African revivals. Like I told you about Uganda yesterday, 80% truly saved in Uganda, and they've conquered the AIDS problem with the help of the Lord. You know, it's amazing. So see the graph going up? Isaiah 9, of the increase of his kingdom and peace, there will be no end. We serve an awesome, powerful God. Well, you guys know in Northern Africa, it's Muslim, Okay. But God is doing incredible things in Muslim Northern Africa. Let's talk about the country called Algeria. It's one of the radical Muslim countries uh, in Northern Africa. And uh, there's a town up in the Atlas Mountains right about here called Bougia, B-U-G-I-A. And about 12 years ago now, in the middle of the night, Jesus personally appeared in the bedrooms of 50 different families. He showed up in their bedrooms in the middle of the night. 
And they all woke up, they saw Jesus standing there, and Jesus gave them a message. Jesus said, Islam is not the true religion. I am the one true God. Worship me. What would you do if you were a Muslim and Jesus shows up in your bedroom and tells you to get saved? <laughs> if you're smart, you'd get saved. And they all, all 50 families got radically saved in the night through a personal revelation of Jesus. They all freaked out. They said, oh my gosh, we kill Christians here in Algeria and now I am one. <laughs> you know, this is not good. <laughs> and so... They began to share their faith, you guys. They came out of their houses the next morning. They started to talk to their neighbors. They said, wow, did anything weird happen at your house last night? And the neighbors would go, oh, yes. Jesus showed up in my bedroom. Fifty different families radically saved because of the power of God. And brothers and sisters, this kind of thing is happening all over the Muslim world. God is appearing in dreams, visions, revelations, and it's well documented, you know. And so... Uh, they began to share their faith because they understood freely we've received, freely we must give. And brothers and sisters, about four years ago now, or five years, we sent a YWAM team to Bougie, Algeria. We wanted to make sure this story was true before we started to share it. And the YWAM team came back and said, not only is the story true, but they've been radical about evangelism. And so many Muslims have gotten saved that now... Five nights a week, they have a prayer and worship meeting, and 6,000 converted Muslims are raising their hands to Jesus, worshiping Jesus. Now, why aren't you hearing about this on CNN? Because <laughs> they're telling you all the bad news in the world. They're not telling you the, the power of God and what God's doing. And so 6,000 converted Muslims in this one place. I was in a church. It was, uh, it was an American church. It was in America. And I shared this story, and the pastor came up to me and said, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Can't believe God did that. I said, you know what? I quoted Habakkuk 1.5. Remember the verse I gave you yesterday? It says, look at the nations, and I'm going to do something so powerful, you're going to be tempted to disbelieve it. But our, you guys, our God is so huge, it's easy for him to do this stuff. And it's our unbelief, you know. So this pastor was in unbelief. I said, pastor, we can fix your unbelief. Just give me two weeks and let's get a plane ticket. <laughs> I'll take you to Bougie, Algeria. He said, nope, I'm not going. I just don't believe it. Some people just re refuse to believe what God can do. Well, you know what happened? A bunch of us who are kind of strategic thinkers started to say, I wonder why God did that there. And if we could figure out why he did it there, maybe we could get him to do it in other places too. Because <laughs> wouldn't that be nice? So we started to study in church history and we discovered that something incredibly significant happened here in Bougie, Algeria. You know, there was a guy that lived in southern Spain by the name of Raymond Lull. And Raymond Lull, anyone know who Raymond Lull was except Rebecca? You're not allowed to tell us because Rebecca knows. Raymond Lull, does anyone know who Raymond Lull was? He was the very first missionary ever to the Muslim world. He was the first missionary ever. He said, maybe we should go preach the gospel to these people over there in, the Muslim, in Muslim Northern Africa. It was about 1375 or so AD. And that was the very first missionary of the Muslim world. And guess where he went to preach? He went to, across from Spain to Bougia, Algeria, and he preached the gospel in the city square. And guess what they did to him? They killed him. <laughs> So Raymond, Larder, Raymond Lull was not only the first missionary to the Muslim world, 
but he was also the first martyr to the Muslim world for preaching the gospel. And you know what the Bible says? Precious in the sight of God is the death of his saints. And many of us believe because of the blood of Raymond Lull that was poured out in Bougia, God did this big miracle, you know, in that place to honor uh, the blood of Raymond Lull. Well, some, some more of that's about as much as we knew about Raymond Lull till about eight years ago. And something happened eight years ago. In Spain, they discovered some very ancient documents. Oops, that's not good. Hey, uh, do we have a longer extension cord? Uh, because I'm going to trip over this. I wonder if there's a longer one. I just used my own. It's not long enough. Um, eight years ago in Spain, they discovered some old documents and they were some of the early writings of Christopher Columbus and people like that. And in these writings, there was more of the story of Raymond Lull. What happened is, uh, is, in fact, Raymond Lull was famous in Europe. Here is an old painting of the Muslims stoning Raymond Lull. Yeah, if we could just stretch that out, that would be cool. Uh, the Muslims stoning Raymond Lull. So what happened in these documents, the whole story came out. After the Muslims stoned him, he was unconscious and he was bleeding to death. And they brought his body up to the shores of the Mediterranean Sea and they put his body there as he was dying, unconscious and bleeding to death. Well, there was a Spanish ship that was going by and saw this Spanish guy bleeding to death and unconscious. And they came into shore and they said to the people of Bougia, it's obvious that he's going to die. He cannot live. Would you at least allow him to die on his home country, in his home soil? And the people from Bougia said, yes, you could put him on the boat and take him back across uh, to, uh, uh, to Spain. So they put him on the boat, unconscious, bleeding to death. They get halfway across the Mediterranean Sea uh, to Spain, and all the sailors and everyone were standing around, standing around Raymond Lull on the ship, and suddenly, halfway across the ocean, he sits up. He comes to consciousness. He turns to the west, and he prophesies. And he said, to the west, there are continents that we Europeans don't know anything about. And in those continents, God has placed, placed great wealth. And God is going to bring people from every country on earth to go live in this continent. And he's going to marry those people from every country on earth with the wealth that is there, and then he's going to send them to the ends of the earth to preach the gospel. He prophesies this, and then he falls over dead. And you know who was a sailor on that ship? Christopher Columbus. No, it wasn't Christopher Columbus. It was not. <laughs> it was the grandfather of Christopher Columbus who told his son when his son was growing up, son, there was a holy man of God that was on our ship that was stoned by the Muslims and he had a vision of a continent to the west that we don't know about where God has placed great wealth. He wants to bring people from all the nations and marry it to the wealth and send them to the ends of the earth to preach the gospel. And, and, his, and Christopher's father said to Christopher as he was growing up, son, your grandfather was on a ship and there was a holy man of God. And Christopher Columbus thought he was going west to discover a new trade route to India, and he bumped into the North and Central and South American continents, and God has begun to fill his, fulfill his word. And brothers and sisters, I believe every country on earth has a calling to missions. But I want to speak every country has a calling to missions. 
but I want to speak especially to North Americans. We have massive wealth. Ten, the, the church in the United States and Canada is only 10% of global Christianity. However, the church in the United States and Canada has 55% of all the wealth in the kingdom of God. That means we have a responsibility, especially as North Americans, to take that wealth and use it to finance missionaries from Brazil and from India and from China and from other parts of the world to get the gospel to the ends of the earth. I believe we have a special responsibility to use that wealth. And you know what? The church in America isn't doing that right now. We're going to talk about that later. But this was a, a powerful thing that God did in church history. Oh, I see what we need to do. I was wondering what was happening. There we go. Oops. Yeah, there we go. Great. So you guys, what an amazing thing. So that's, I think God did that to honor the blood of Raymond Lowe. That's why he did that. And that, oops, now it won't come on. It is plugged, it is plugged into the wall. <laughs> oh, I was, tur I was hitting the wrong button. <laughs> The one that says on, that's the one I need to punch, okay? Yeah, it's like that airplane. <laughs> so you guys, what an awesome thing. So that's in Algeria. In fact, so many people, Muslims, are converting in Algeria. It's amazing what's happening there now. See, uh, Muslims converting all the time. Incredible stories about the power of God, okay? GNN fans. That was an exciting story about what God's doing in Algeria. You know, it's tremendous to know that uh, in the day and age that we live right now, because of telecommunications and, and uh, jets and all kinds of uh, really uh, fantastic technology and transportation uh, technology, that we can go to these places, these faraway places that people took years and years to go by ship or boat or whatever before. Now we can be there quickly. And uh, we just recently sent a team into Algeria uh, that captured a lot of what God is doing there. And we hope to do a video cast in the near future to, to actually show you what God's doing. But we have to be quite careful because there are security uh, issues with some of the believers that are there. We don't want to get anybody in trouble with the government. But it's exciting to see that the Lord is on the move. And, you know, you can be a part of this, not just through prayer or, or giving to an offering or whatever, but God can use your life. God can use you. And uh, you don't have to be a fantastic guitar player or be able to sing beautifully or, you know, have, you know, five or six diplomas. You know, God is willing to use you. He's not looking for ability. He's looking for availability. And if you make yourself available to God, he can do amazing things through you, things that you would never believe that could be done through your life. He can do, and he wants to do. So let's have a listen to some more beautiful music by this group offering, and I think you'll enjoy the song. My Lord, the living God, 
your holy name. You call, I run to you. Oh Lord, my God, you are the holy.